Thanks for listening to the New Stanton Church podcast. Check out our website at newstantonchurch.com where you can find out how to join our live stream at 901 on Sunday mornings. Now let's prepare our hearts for the word that we're about to receive. Oh, well, good morning. I'm Pastor Steve. If we haven't met, I've been off for a month. Uh, It is so good to be back sharing the word with you this morning. Uh, I always appreciate the break from preaching. Uh, Thank you, Chris, for bringing the word and for walking us through the book of Jonah. Uh, It is so true. All of us have a little bit of that reluctant prophet in us. And it is always better to obey the word of God the first time you hear it. Amen? And all of us face, I think, the temptation that Chris talked about that, that to focus on the plants of life that make us comfortable instead of focusing on the people around us who really need Jesus. Lord, help us. I'm going to start a short series next week titled Called by the King. But this morning, I want to share a word that, that God put on my heart as I was working through the book of Acts in May. Uh, I'm calling the, the message Spirit Prep, and we are headed to the book of Acts chapter 2, if you want to follow along. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? How then is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Would you pray with me again? God, prepare our hearts to not only be hearers of your word this morning, but doers as well. Help us, God, to respond in faith to your spirit's leading and calling. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me give you some context this morning for the day the Holy Spirit was sent, the day of Pentecost, that the church, church with the big C, actually celebrated on May 23rd. Christians know Pentecost as the day the Holy Spirit was given. But when we look at Pentecost, we also need to remember that 50 days before the Holy Spirit's coming, Jesus was crucified on the day of Passover. Let let this sink in for a moment. The Lamb of God, Jesus, was dying on the same day that countless Jews were killing their Passover lambs. That is so cool. So as Jesus is being crucified, opening the door for God's salvation, 
the Jewish people were actually remembering that God saved them from the hands of the Egyptians. You, you remember the story. The blood of the lamb was put over their doorpost, and it was a sign to the angel, and God passed over, hence the name, their homes, but he killed every firstborn in the land of Egypt. You see, the Jewish people had been saved by blood before, and God was offering them salvation again through faith in Jesus on the same exact day. Anybody else see the plan and hand of God in that? I'm telling you, God plans this stuff out in advance, amen? But wait, there's more. I feel like one of those infomercial guys. The Feast of Pentecost, which was 50 days after Passover, had been celebrated by the Jewish people for 1,500 years. Pentecost was primarily a thanksgiving for the first fruits of the wheat harvest. And many Jewish people made the trip to Jerusalem and offered God gifts in the temple on the day of Pentecost. That's why there was so many Jews from so many places in our text from Acts chapter 2. Paul tells us this in 1 Corinthians 15. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. So when Jesus is crucified, he is the Lamb of God, Passover. And when he is raised from the dead, he is a first fruit, which are celebrated on the day of Pentecost. Jesus was the first to experience the resurrection of the dead. A blessing all of us will one day experience through faith at the second coming. The Holy Spirit is the seal of that promise. I'm telling you, God plans this stuff out in advance. He connects the dots from the past to the future just to show off and to chase away all of our doubts about his ability to save. He wants us to be in awe of him. God has a plan for you. When the Spirit came, we see how he empowered the apostles to speak in a variety of languages. They were empowered to show people Jesus. It's awesome. That's what we're about at New Stanton Church. The Spirit is always present and active when we are willing to glorify God and speak his truth. We are his voice of love, of truth, of conviction, of grace, justice, mercy. But God opened my eyes to the other side of the coin in my devotional times in May. You see, the Holy Spirit was doing something else on the day of Pentecost that he continues to do today. He was drawing people to the truth and preparing their hearts. 
God always stands at the door and knocks. You see, there's this group of people in Jerusalem who hear what God is doing and are prompted to go and see what God is doing. So the Spirit is empowering some people to speak in multiple languages, and he's also empowering some to hear and come and listen to the message. Some people shared the news. Other people received the news. Thank you, Jesus. This will preach. Let me tell you how. As God is teaching you something, as God is doing something in your life, as God is building your testimony even when you struggle, I believe he is preparing someone, planning for someone to hear the truth he is teaching you. Like Passover and Pentecost, God plans this stuff out in advance. We just need to be willing to follow the Spirit's leading and trust that God's desire is to draw people to himself. It it happens all the time. It's already happened this morning. I can prove it. During worship this morning, did, did, did anyone here, anybody online, feel like one of those songs was for you? Stick up a hand. You see, God plans this stuff out in advance. If you're online, you can type, that song was for me. That's all good. You see, as God was helping me write this message, as God was inspiring Ty to pick songs, he was also preparing you to hear it. But here's the thing. He is doing the same thing with every single one of us. Here's what I think God's trying to say. First, as God is teaching us his truth, we need to be open to share what he's doing in us with others. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is in the business of empowering people to show other people Jesus. He is so present and so active when we are willing to speak and glorify his name. And because God is in the business of preparing hearts and drawing other people to hear, the flip side is we need to be prepared to listen to a word that God might want to speak to us. That makes sense, right? Because God is in the habit of setting up those divine encounters in advance. I don't want to miss any of those moments. I don't want you to miss any of those moments. I don't want to miss any of the opportunities that God has for me to speak or hear his word. I don't want someone who who God's been preparing to hear a word from my lips or your lips to miss out because I was clueless or not in tune with what the Holy Spirit was trying to do in the moment. Miracles happen. God moves when people proclaim the truth. It's true for me and it's true for you.
The Holy Spirit is all over that. And miracles happen and God moves when those who have been drawn to hear the word respond in faith. God prepares some people to speak and some people to listen. I believe that people on both sides of that coin are responsible to be open to the Spirit's leading. Look how this all turned out in Acts chapter 2. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, because they were drawn to, that, to Peter's message, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized. Every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and who, for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words, he warned them, and he pleaded with them, save yourselves From this corrupt generation, those who accepted his message were baptized. And about 3,000 were added to their number that day. Can you see God in the speaking and the listening? God draws a crowd in. Peter says, save yourselves. And we all know we can't save ourselves, but we all have the free will to respond to the grace of God. So what's, what's our part in God's plan for us? Number one, I believe that the Holy, we need to believe that the Holy Spirit dwells in us or in you as a follower of Jesus. Look at John 14. And I will ask the Father, Jesus says, And he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. I find it comforting that when Jesus describes the role of the Spirit, the first thing he wants us to know is that the Spirit will be with us and in us forever. Jesus doesn't start with the Spirit's power or his ability to speak, help us speak boldly. He doesn't talk about the Spirit's abilities or gifting. The speaking will come, the gifting will come, but Jesus simply promises, first thing, that he will live in us forever. The truth is, even on days when you're not feeling the Spirit, He is there. Forever means forever. He will never leave us. The Holy Spirit's not with you because you can feel him or because your hair stands up on the back of your neck. The Holy Spirit is with you because Jesus said he would be with you. Period. Sometimes, some days, 
we need a little bit more faith to believe that's true, right? What day was it last week? Monday or Friday? Because <laughs> we all have those days. There are just days in everyone's life where you don't feel the Spirit's presence. But he's still there. Believe that he dwells in you because he will never leave you. The speaking and the gifting will come. Do you remember the story in the Old Testament from the book of Daniel about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Uh, Let's look at part of that story before they were thrown into the fiery furnace. This is Daniel 3. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you set up. Do you see it? Even if he does not. In other words, they weren't feeling it. They didn't know. They just trusted, no matter what, that God was able and that they could, without a shadow of a doubt, trust their God. In other words, speak it, preach it, believe it, even when you don't feel it. When we trust, even in the darkest, scariest moments, that God is with us, it's then that God will use you to reach the world that he has been drawing to himself. It happened in Daniel 3, remember? After they didn't get consumed by the fire and the king called them out of the furnace, then Nebuchadnezzar said, praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him. And defied the king's command. And were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces and their houses be turned into piles of rubble. That's harsh. For no other god can save in this way. That, my friends, is a change of heart by someone who saw God. God will never leave you. Believe he dwells in you. He will never. You can speak his truth even when you don't feel it. Second lesson, listen for the voice of God because he is always calling you to take a deeper step of faith. Sometimes as I'm preparing messages, more more of an image comes to a mind than actual like words. Have you ever walked across a sandy beach and come to the water's edge and had somebody call you into the water to go swimming? You you take a step and the, the, the water washes 
over your toes. I know some of you just want to go on vacation right now, and I'm so sorry. You, you take a couple more steps, and, and it's up to your knees, and a few more steps, and it's over your waist, and you're like, whew, that's, that's cold. At some point, if you keep going, your feet will no longer be able to touch the ground. You have to swim. And in a way, you are at the mercy of the currents and the waves and maybe a big fish. You are no longer in total control. Life in Christ is sort of like that. God meets us where we are, where we're comfortable on the beach, per se. And then he calls us deeper, somewhere into the unknown, where we are not totally in control. It's a step of faith. The Lord will speak through people and situations, but he's always calling us to trust him, to believe he's there and that he is able Sometimes he will call us to extend forgiveness, even to ourselves. Or he will call us to trust him in some place in our lives that we are trying to satisfy the longing of our soul with something else besides Jesus. And at times, it can feel like we are absolutely losing control. And the truth is, we are. But he will never, ever leave us. Remember when Jesus called to Peter and Peter stepped out of that boat, that, that comfort place as a fisherman. Peter got to do something amazing when Jesus called him into the deep. He didn't even get to do the shore knee waist thing. It was just come out of the boat into the water. Now, I know that Peter started to sink and that Jesus had to reach and save him. But he walked on water. And he was walking towards Jesus, and Jesus was right there to save him. It turned out okay, because Peter was walking in the direction of Jesus. Where is God calling you to take a step of faith this morning? What place of safety and control have you been staying in that God is calling you to go deeper? Are you listening? Is he calling? Is he drawing you someplace deeper? The answer is yes. There is a miracle. This is the good news. There is a miracle on the other side of that step of faith. Are you willing to trust him? God I'm telling you, God plans this stuff out in advance, and he loves you. I don't know what step God has been preparing you for, but I believe he is always calling some people to speak and some people to listen, like all the time. Are you ready to take a step of faith this morning? Do you know how crazy God is about you? He wants you to trust him. He, he has a miracle in store for you in some way. In Acts chapter 2, 3,000 people accepted Jesus in one day because somebody spoke and somebody listened. 
I believe God planned someone here today, on site or online, to experience that miracle of salvation. If you need to take a step, that step or any other step of faith this morning, I'm going to ask you if you're on site, just to take a few and come to the steps and pray. And maybe Lori or Chris or somebody, somebody that can hear better than me will meet you here and pray with you as you come. Let's pray. God, as we hear your voice, God, we know you're calling us deeper. And God, that is so scary to leave the known for the unknown. But we trust you. We trust you this morning that that you have miracles in place for us on the other side of our step of faith. And God, I pray for your church this morning that you would empower us, God, to speak your truth, to believe that you dwell in us, and also, God, to be open to listening to your voice. And that right now, God, we would listen and take a step as you call us deeper. And all God's people said, amen. Thanks for listening to the New Stanton Church podcast. We'd love to connect with you. So visit our website at newstantonchurch.com, follow the Get Involved tab, and RSVP to our next meet and greet.